Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. So my voice might be a little scratchy this week. I'm getting over a cold and I think I need to do some research on how not to spread germs in the family and maybe do a podcast episode about that. But let's get on to today's topic. As everyone is well too aware, here in the U.S. we are closing in on the presidential election. With the election looming, emotions are running high. Presidential campaigns and the months leading up to the election are always stressful, But this election is particularly so. So much so that the APA, the American Psychological Association, decided to measure it. According to their new survey, 52% of Americans say the presidential race is somewhat or very significant source of stress for them. People are stressed. When parents are stressed, it trickles down. Kids feel it and they can and do take it on. This stress is affecting kids at home and at school. So in this episode, I'm going to cover some ways to reduce your own stress and the stress for your kids during this election time. Also, October is Bullying Prevention Month here in the United States. Given the behavior of many of our political candidates, as well as adults who become impassioned supporters of these candidates, They have been engaging in some bullying types of behaviors. So I also want to cover ways to help and teach kids learn to deal with conflict and bullying so that if they have seen any of this craziness, they don't think that this is acceptable or normal behavior. So let's get started. When it comes to keeping yourself sane and reducing stress around the election, the first recommendation is to unplug as much as you can. If you find it's all just too much, if it's shooting up your blood pressure, then just stay off of social media and keep your kids unplugged as well. 
Elementary age kids should not be exposed to the negativity that has been seen as a part of the news or the rhetoric of the debates. Middle and high school kids may be able to handle some of it and offer some opportunities to share your family values about how we treat each other, even when we don't agree with someone. But I recommend keeping it to a minimum, enough to help your kids gain an understanding of the political process, their part in it, and the candidates, and share and teach some values in your family around that. But more than that can just be too much. Secondly, remind yourself of the good in the world and in people. There are lots of examples of great people doing great, selfless things. Remind yourself of those things. Point them out and talk with your kids about them when you see them. You know, interestingly, I have friends who I don't agree with politically, but they are wonderful people. They're warm-hearted people that really want the best for their families, best for themselves, best for their friends. So even though we may not agree with people, they're still really good people who think differently than we do. Be that person that spreads kindness and be one of those people that people talk about who spread kindness. I had a car accident last week. It was a small fender bender. The lady got out of the car screaming obscenities at me. It was a really ugly scene. But there was a bystander who was a witness and gave both of us her information. She was so nice to me. I called her to let her know I would be giving her information to my insurance company and that they may be calling her, and she was very happy to do that. And then she ran into me today at the kids' school and asked me how I was doing. She was very saddened about the way the other lady had acted towards me. And for me, she is that person, the one who reminded me that while some people can be angry and ugly, there are just as many others, if not more, who are caring and helpful. And I'm so grateful for this woman. Another thing, vote. You may or may not feel like you have much control in the outcome of the presidential race, or you may be feeling disenfranchised like a lot of voters are, but either way, there are plenty of other things that your input does affect the outcome. It does count. Whether it's local and state representatives or measures, your vote matters. Now, if you live in California, you've seen the catalog. It is like a book. There are so many things coming up on the ballot. So there are lots of things where we can affect the outcome. Another way to relieve this election stress, get outside. Nature has an amazing healing effect and helps us unwind. Get the family out for a hike, a nature walk, a bike ride, or anything else you like to do outside. The more you can get into nature, the better. Volunteer. Giving back is also very healing. If you can find something to do as a family, like spending a few hours volunteering for an animal shelter or cause, or for underprivileged kids and family, the homeless, these things can help remind us how lucky we are and keep these things in perspective. At the end of last week's episode, I shared that all this stress has to get released somewhere. And unfortunately, it's showing that incidents of aggression have increased, not just among adults but also among children, especially on the playground. So let's talk about bullying and helping your kids if they should experience any bullying or aggression at school, whether it be as a witness or as the victim. Now, this is a complicated social issue, and as we have now clearly seen, it is not isolated to kids. 
To get some background information on bullying, you can go back and listen to episode number 27. Of course, I go into much more detail on bullying prevention through parenting at home, what to do if your child has become a victim or an aggressor, and ways to work with your child's school on the class on bullying on the website at yourvillageonline.com. It's located under the Modern Parenting tab. But I will cover some basic guidelines here to share with your kids if they should ever encounter any of this at school. First, talk about bullying in your home. Make it a conversation that is open and welcome and talk about it often. Teach your kids to respect each other as well as other children and to always stop doing anything right away when another child is telling them to. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads. Love where you live. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important, but did you know indoor air quality can be up to a hundred times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HIPAA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Empower your child to tell anyone to stop doing anything if they don't like it. Whether it's rough play with a friend, tickling from an uncle, or someone just being outright mean. Tell your kids that they can tell someone to stop. I don't like this. Stop now. They get to do that. 
Explain how this translates to school and the playground, how they can tell an aggressor to stop who is picking on them or pushing them around. Also, you can teach your child that if he or she sees anyone intimidating or hurting another child to step in and tell the aggressor to stop. We had an incident at one of those local indoor play places where our little friend was being um, picked on by some older girls. And my son came to me right away and said that they were pushing him around and calling him names and being very mean. And my son knows because we worked on this so much at home that this is never okay between any of his siblings, any of the friends, or if they see it out and about. And he did run to me and let me know. And I got to come in and help these kids work this out and also worked with the other parent on it. Now, the child who witnesses an event is called a witness or a bystander. And these children have a lot of power in these situations, just like the one I shared with my son and his friend. So a bystander who stands by and does nothing sends a message to both the aggressor and the victim that this behavior is acceptable. Non-action is a vote for the bully. You can also teach your child that if he or she is not comfortable stepping in, then at a minimum to go get help from an adult right away. So again, so this is a message that is really strong in our home. My son knows that if he sees this type of behavior, he is to go get an adult right away. And that's exactly what he did. He came to me, he came to his friend's mom to get help for his friend who was being picked on by these girls. Now for the child who is the victim, in the same vein, if the aggressor does not stop right away, then the victim is empowered to go get help for himself or herself from an adult as well. If aggression and bullying is a topic for discussion in your home, then your child is much more likely to tell you about anything going on at school. Remind your child often that you are available to listen and then to assist with any problems with other kids at school who are being mean. If there is a problem at school that happens more than once, get in to talk to the teacher and or principal or other administrators right away. Make a big nuisance out of yourself. I hate to say it, but I've seen many instances where schools are not equipped to handle these issues and really are at a loss of what to do. So if this is the case, be the squeaky wheel. Learn everything you can. Watch my bullying class on the website to learn about the social dynamics, prevention, dealing with it after the fact, and working with your school. Learn about your state laws and make a big fat pain out of yourself until you get your child's needs met. Work with your school, not against them, but also let them know that your child deserves to feel safe at school and actually that the law requires it. Ask your school about their bullying policy. What is it? A lot of schools have this bullying policy, but a lot of times they're not effective ones. So the more you know about bullying and this dynamic, the more you'll know how to help the school and work with them on it. Other things you can do are volunteer at lunchtime, or recess, or in the classroom, or wherever you need to where the problem is happening. I know this isn't always an easy option for everyone, but do whatever you can, if possible, to make it happen. Take a few days leave from work. Get someone to take care of younger siblings still at home, if you're still staying home with younger siblings, to free you up to spend some time at school, whatever you need. I am a total mama's bear when it comes to this kind of stuff, which you learned already if you listened to my other episode on bullying. I just don't put up with anyone hurting my kids or anyone else's kids. I was a bit of a mama's bear with that incident we had at the indoor play area 
with these other kids. I mean, I handle myself well. I keep my cool. I share my frustrations in a very calm manner, but I do let people know this is just not acceptable behavior and that it needs to get fixed and dealt with. So whether it's physical bullying or emotional aggression, the world will stop before I let it continue. But I also know exactly what bullying is, what it looks like, how insidious it is, and my child's rights. So empowering yourself to learn everything you can so you can be well-equipped to handle it is the best option. If you have questions about child stress or any bullying that you're dealing with or wondering about or any other parenting question, be sure to send it to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. To see what episodes we have coming up, go to yourvillageonline.com slash podcast. Now, next week, I have a much lighter topic on the agenda, which is setting boundaries around Halloween candy. Should we set boundaries at all? If so, what boundaries should they be? How do we approach it and make sure we can stick with it? Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time.